At the end of yesterday's shir, we left off with the discussion, does a person have to actually be asked by the poor person for tzedakah in order to have the mitzvah, to give tzedakah and the lav of looking away from tzedakah, or as long as he's aware that there's a poor person that needs it. For example, a poor person, a uh, mashulah shows up in the shul, does he have to actually be asked for tzedakah in order to have to give, or not? Nafkamina is, he wants to leave shul early or before the person had a chance to reach his part of the mismedrash, collecting the, the, the tzachah from people, he already left. Does he have to give to that person or he can leave? So we said it to Machlaikas, uh, we said yesterday to Machlaikas, the Rambam and the Rashba quoted in the Tshuva Shevet HaLevi, Halach Lamaisa to Machlaikas, Rebchayim Kanyevsky and the Shevet HaLevi, Rebchayim Kanyevsky paskins that the Rambam is Masha only if you're actually asked, or if you're aware that he wants, you need both things. Shevet Levi says, no, a person should be machmer, like, like, the, Ra- like the Rambam in, in Sefer HaMitzvah, which is Masha, that just being aware of the Chiv is enough for you to have to give, and, and a lab if you don't give. So therefore, you should go over to the person and give him stuff. And we said that, therefore, based on this, we have a Shiloh. What does it mean, I'm aware of someone that needs to give tzedakah? Let's say I get in the mail five envelopes of tzedakah every single day. So I'm a chuyiv, I'm aware of all these cases of tzedakah. So do I have to give to every single tzedakah envelope that comes in the mail or not? All these requests for tzedakah in the mail, a person is now aware of what's going on, at least to a certain degree, even though there's, there's there's discussions which we'll get into in Hashem, what if it's not a, a legitimate request or whatever, but generally speaking, assuming that we're able to identify this as a legitimate request that has a uh, skama from a rav or someone that he knows or whatever, is that considered being aware and does that obligate him to send uh, in the dava to this tzedakah? So the truth is, Bar Maisha and Simon Tzadi says as follows, Nishalti, I was asked, Oidois the Kaimalon, about that's what it says in your day, Simon Rashi from Zion, the Hamalim Einim in Atzadok, Oyev Alois Amos of Zavavcha, Leisikvitz at Yotcha, Himzeh Shayach Gambin Mechtavim Hadarshim Momin Hanishlochim Bedayar. Does that apply also to letters that are sent in the mail that are asking for for money? So these requests for money that you receive in the mail is that considered a request from an Ani, from a poor person? The Efsher, the Shani Hasim, Lehani Ba'asim Mevakesh. The poor person himself is not asking you. He's sending something in the mail. Or maybe the Salacha does not apply. We skip to the paragraph that starts, If there's a trustworthy person, like we said before, that signed on this request, and he could say, in his greatness, he knows, we trust this person, he's a great person, that this is a true a true need. The Rav says that Kali Yisrael should give tzedakah to this person. So now there's a mitzvah on this person, on you, to give tzedakah. Even though the Ani is not there, you can include him in the status of If you don't give this Ani, you're going to be in that status of being Malamayin with tzedakah. This is what I do myself. I send them as much as I'm able to. 
This is what it means. We check for clothing to see if he if he needs They recognize him. It means You give him clothing right away. So you see from here that if if you're able to identify this need as a true need, you have a chiv right away. However, in the Sefer Tzadokah Mishpah from Yaakov Bloy, one of the foremost Paiskim in the Eid HaCharedis and in the world of Chayshim Mishpah in general, he put out a fantastic Sefer Tzadokah Mishpah, Talachas of Maisek Safim. He writes as follows in Parak Aleph, uh, uh, you can receive hundreds of letters in the mail far away from different uh, organizations and different causes. It's hard to send every single one something in the mail, even a small amount. So are people being over in the lab of Lisa Amos it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing as the case of the Baramaisha. Apparently, the Baramaisha was talking about a little, a little more personal of a request. So, if you received a letter in the mail, but the Rakhov boy is already saying, and today, where there's mass mailing companies that that shoot out mailings for all different organizations, is that in the same category? Since there are various machloikas about the chiv, that perhaps this is considered not being in fr- the ani being in front of him. And perhaps you can compare this to someone who's collecting from door to door. It's not the poor person himself sending it to you. Rather, it's a third party requesting money for the poor person. You could find enough room to be lenient and to say that you're not over. However, it goes without saying that you're not the one required to send the full amount needed to save this person because this, this is a mass mailing going to so many people, so everyone will give their, their few dollars or whatever it is to be able to help. Obviously, the more a person gives, the more schos he gets, like any tzedakah, but as far as the chiv of dey machsoyrei, is not going to be on one person more than other people. So according to Yaakov Bloy, the chiv is going to boil down to what, what the uh, background of the request is. If the background of the request is, do I have to give to every single letter that comes in the mail, a general mailing, the answer is no. If it's more personalized, if it's a direct request from a friend of his, in that case, perhaps, there would be more of a chiv. According to Baron Maish, there definitely would be more of a chiv. So a person has to use his discretion to know when to go through with sending in, to, if he has the chiv, and if he does not have the chiv. I'm, I'm aware of a person that his minig is that every time he gets a tzedakah envelope, he, he, he doesn't necessarily have time to read it all, but he opens it up, he takes the return envelope, and he saves it in a shoebox. And when it comes to Erev Rosh Hashanah, or um, Purim time, he'll send out all these envelopes with like a dollar or two in them, which is a beautiful thing, and unquestionably a kiyam of the mitzvah of tzedakah. 
Now let us move on to a little bit of the, the philosophy behind the mitzvah of tzedakah. The Gemara tells us in Baba Basra, in the first parak, parak Ashutim, Tafyuram and Beis, it's important to mention that this, this section of Shas, at the end of the first parak of Abasra, is one of the primary locations where the Gemara discusses the tremendous benefits and schutzim of the mitzvah of tzedakah, and a person should definitely take time to go through those daf, even maybe with a chavrusa, and to familiarize themselves with how the Gemara puts down the mitzvah of tzedakah. But we're going to read one selection over here, and it says something fascinating. The Gemara says that a person who gives tzedakah with ulterior motives, he has ulterior motives why he's giving tzedakah. I'm giving this tzedakah not because I believe in the cause or I care about the person or whatever. Rather, I'm giving the tzedakah because the, my son needs it for Shalema, so I'm giving tzedakah. Or, because I want to go to Elam Haba. I want to do mitzvah so I get Elam Haba. I raise that tzaddik gomer. The Torah says this person is considered a tzaddik gomer. Why is that? Says the Gemara. Because when a yid does it, Rashi says on the side, "Can be Yisrael, can be Yisrael, When a yid gives tzedakah, even though he says yichna bedi or or oil ma'ba, ben yichya ben lo yichya einu mahar el achem midin he doesn't think. He gives because he trusts Hashem no matter what. And even if Hashem doesn't work out exactly the way he expects, he also trusts that that was really the best thing for him. So therefore, he knows he's intending a full intention to give a mitzvah stock. And a person doing stock is a tzaddik gomer. He's doing a mitzvah. He's considered a tzaddik gomer. So the Torah tells us that a yid is allowed to give charity for the sake of meriting a personal benefit. A person is making a chasna. There's a beautiful custom that some people have that they'll find a poor, a poor Yisoyma and pay for her wedding at the same time that they're making a wedding for their children. Why? Because they want to have a schus that their, their, their children should have a Shalom Bayesh, should have a beautiful wedding, should have a happy life, and therefore they find someone else to shower with bracha in order to benefit them. Um, and so the Gemara tells us the person is a Tadda Gomer. It's not considered an ulterior motive or a selfish thing, because when the person gives a tzaka, he's giving it with a full heart. Even though the, the incentive to, to give it with a full heart may have been connected to a personal interest. The Gemara tells us, this is one of the fundamental, most fundamental Gemaras about tzaka. The Gemara Masechus Tainus, the Testament of Aleph, tells us the background of the mitzvah. The Torah says, Aser to Aser. Aser to Chazal Darshan, Asher. Take off Meiser in order that you should become rich. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling you if you give Meiser, you become rich. Rabbi Yechonon found, bumped into the son of Rish Lakish. Rashi explains the Yenuka the Rish Lakish was Ben Achais Yishon was the son of the sister of Rabbi Yechonon. Now, what was the case? The case was, it was already after the time that Rishlokas was Nifter, of Yechon's Chavrusa. Well, after Misosh Rishlokas, because the Muchal Kamon, the Gemara later on, uh, it's clear that it's talking about after Rishlokas had already been Nifter. Rabbi Yechon met his son. 
Tell me a pasuk that you learned. It was a custom of the tzaddikim to ask the children for pesukim. There were different levels of ruach hakodesh associated with these pesukim. Aser to aser. I learned the pasuk of aser to aser. Amalei umai aser to aser. What is the, what is the pasuk telling you of aser to aser? Amalei aser b'shulshet is aser. It's telling you that you should give ma'aser in order that you should become rich. Amalei minolach. How do you know that? Amalei zil nasi. Go try it out. You'll see. If you give tzedakah, you become rich. Beautiful gemara. Just go try it. Go give the tzedakah, and you'll see. You become rich. Amalei umi shayin l'siyah kadosh baruch hu. Are you allowed to test Hashem? Raksiv leisanasos Hashem. You're not allowed to test Hashem. Don't test Hashem. Amalei hachem rebaisha. But here rebaisha says chutz mizu. Except for this mitzvah. And then our the Torah says that if a person gives tzedakah, Hashem says, test me out. You're going to see that you can have food in your house, and I'm going to open the windows of the Shemayim, and I'm going to pour on you such a tremendous amount of bracha, Ad Beli Dai, my Abli Dai, Amarim Barchama, Amarabasha Yivlus, if they say him, Yloimar Dai, that a person's mouth is going to hurt from saying enough, enough, I have so much brach, I don't even know what to do with it. Yeah? So therefore, a person who keeps on giving, he keeps on getting. So the, the Gemara is telling us a beautiful, beautiful thing, that a person should understand that a Kaddish Baruch is telling you to test him out. And you should keep on giving, and you'll keep on getting, and you should keep on giving, you keep on getting, and a person shouldn't get to a point where you feel, okay, fine. I reached the level of my social status. I'm now from the, from the wealthy people. I'm from, I'm from the, 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 the club of rich people, and we're able to afford all different things, and then we start having to develop needs to maintain a more expensive lifestyle, and we give less to Dhaka. No, keep on giving and giving and giving and giving and giving until it comes to the point that you get so much bracha in your life that you can't even, stop, you can't even say stop enough times because you can't even handle so much bracha in, a per, in your life. So therefore, it says Rabbi Yechanan, that, that you learn from the Pasuk of the son of Rish Lakish, that uh, unlike other mitzvahs that you can't test, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the midst of tzedakah, a person could test, and a person has the promise of Hashem that if you give tzedakah, and if you help other yidin that have less than you, like we said the Lashon of the Torah in the beginning, that every person should give to the person on the level lower than them or, or below that, under them in their social status, and obviously uh, for someone who used to be on a higher level too, but now he can't afford it, bottom line is a person is always given tzedakah to pass it on to someone who has less than them. And that's the mitzvah. Tzedakah, and if a person does it, Hashem pays them back with unlimited bracha and unlimited atzlacha. Hashem, we should be zeichah to this bracha.